community, family, faith. This is the Reclaimed American Podcast. Hey everybody, welcome back for another episode of the Reclaimed American Podcast. I am your host, Shad Turner, and you are listening to episode 26, 26 weeks. That is the six-month mark of me giving you a show every week. Now, I do realize that sometimes I've uh, screwed up and didn't always get it out on time for Friday, and there's a possibility that maybe even this episode might be a little bit late. Technically, this is take two for this episode. I tried recording it last night, and I, I just had stuff to do around the house, and I told myself, all right, once it, once 10 o'clock rolls around, I'm going to stop everything I'm doing, I'm going to come in here, and I'm going to start uh, recording the show. So, uh, 10-ish came around, and I was like, and I decided I needed to do show prep. I needed to get some notes written down, get a few things in front of me, so... I would have everything laid out and just ready to rock and roll. And I started recording about eh, 10.30-ish. Well, by the time 11 o'clock rolled around, I was just dog-ass tired. And um, I, I hit the stop button on the record. I saved it. And as I was walking out of our, our middle bedroom, I started thinking to what I just recorded. Uh, still needed to do the edits to it and all that, but... In my mind, I'm already thinking about how did I do? How how did the show flow, so to speak? And uh, I realized that I was probably falling asleep a little bit as I was talking. And do you remember back in high school when you'd be sitting there taking notes and you'd start dozing off and you'd see your and your pen would just go right across the page? That's kind of what my thought process was doing last night. As I was talking, trying to record the show, my mind would just go zip right off into I don't even know what. And so I thought about it last night before I went to bed. And then I thought about it again this morning when I woke up. And I was just like, you know what? I can't do that. I Even if I edited that out, um, edited it, God dang it. Even if I edited the show, got rid of all the um, silence that I know was there, I mean, honestly, I, I think I recorded about 25 minutes of show. I'm willing to bet probably 7 to 10 minutes was probably silence as my mind would just trail off and I'd just zone into nothingness. So I decided, you know what, today when I got, got home from work, today's Thursday, and I told myself when I get home from work, I'm going to eat something, relax a little bit, then I'm going to come in here, get the show recorded, get it edited, uploaded, and be done with it. And then I can continue on my day. So, that's what we're doing. Now that that is all out of the way, though, it is time for the Baby T Chronicles update. And for this week's update, I finally figured out, one, how many weeks along we are. Because I know on last week's show, I was thinking, ah, I think we're like 19, 20 weeks. And just, you know, the, the math wasn't working out in my head. And uh, just, I, I couldn't figure it out. And so we did have an event that happened this week. Uh, I think that was Monday night. 
Um, my wife just woke up and she had a headache for better part of the day. And, um, she woke up at like three in the morning and she said her head was just on fire. That's what it felt like. And and not like the scalp, but like inside the brain. And, uh, because of that, she was freaking out or maybe she was freaking out and that elevated the blood pressure. And then that's what makes the head feel like it's on fire. I don't know, you know, what comes first, chicken or the egg. But whatever the case may be, she woke up, she's shaken, um, very visibly distraught. So I, I just tell her, all right, let's get in the car, let's go. And uh, of course, these things never happen during the day. Now, it's always at like 2, 3 o'clock in the morning. But anyways, so we hop in the Suburban. I start flying out of the neighborhood. And in my mind, we're going to the Women's Hospital of Texas. Whenever we go there... Um, I show up, I drop her off at the curbside, make sure she's all right, and then I go park. By the time I walk back into the building, she's already in a room, and, you know, the nurses are starting to come in to, you know, start getting her set up and get her into the system and all that. But, wouldn't you know it, that's not what we did this time around. Oh, no. We hop in the car, I start hauling ass out of the neighborhood, and because my wife was just feeling so shitty, she, I mean, she said, like, tunnel vision, felt like she's going to pass out. So she's like, just take me to the fire station because there's a fire station not that far from our house. And she just wanted to go there and let them take a look at her, make sure she's not about to die, you know. And, of course, we get there. Three o'clock, three something in the morning, you know, honking the horn. I walk in, I'm I'm hollering, you know, trying to get someone's attention because they're all asleep, of course. But once you know it, the EMS crew is out. So finally get a couple of the firefighters to wake up. They come out, they start checking her out. They have to call for another ambulance from a different station to come over here to check her out. And, uh, you know, by the, by the time they show up, she is starting to calm down some. But we're like, you know what? Screw it. You guys are here. I know I'm going to be paying for this probably for 10 years. But go ahead and take her to the hospital. I'll meet you there. But, of course, they take her to the hospital that is closest to us, which is... The Memorial Hermann Greater Heights Hospital, I think. And if you know anything about Houston, that's at uh, 610 and Ella. And I've got to say, of all the Memorial Hermann hospitals I've been at, I am super disappointed at that place. Um, We were there for like three hours. They didn't once check her blood pressure. They put the little armband on her. That was it. Sat us in a hallway, because of course the ER at three freaking o'clock in the morning all the rooms are full and um yeah we sat there for three hours nothing happened um i had to go ask for blankets uh uh, my wife is getting like really thirsty and hungry and all that because you know she has to eat on on a regular basis and um they're like oh well there's vending machines if you go out of the er down the hall the cafeteria is there but they're closed but there's some vending machines there so I'm like, okay. So I go down to the vending machines, credit card only. The one, no, they had two machines that actually had water, bottled water in it. And one was out of water. The other one, the card reader didn't work. So I'm just like, fuck. So I end up having to get a soda. I got a, what was it, 7-Up, um, some animal crackers and a kind bar. Uh, take those back in. She's like, you know what, just go to the truck. Go to the suburban, get me a water, because so, I keep water in the car. So go back out, 
get the water, come back in. Um, again, not a single person had been there to, to look at us, say, hey, sorry for the wait. We're just really full right now. No, nothing. And then we're watching the interaction of the nurses with the patients. And I understand. I get it. It's three something in the morning, four, five o'clock in the morning. And you're tired. It's the end of your shift. And you really don't give a damn. But your patients are supposed to come first. You're supposed to at least be um, somewhat empathetic, I guess. But uh, these people, no. I will never go to another Memorial Hermann Hospital if I can help it. Um, yeah, so. Anyway, so we get out of there. And we finally go to the admissions people. And we're like, you know what? We've been here for however many hours. You haven't looked at her blood pressure. You haven't done a damn thing. We're out of here. We're going somewhere else. They just looked at us. Okay. And that was it. And no, oh, well, just give us a few minutes. We'll get someone. No. It's just, okay. So, yeah, there you go. So we left there. Went to the Women's Hospital of Texas like we should have done to begin with. And again, we got in within, you know, a couple of minutes. They looked at her. They did all the blood work. Everything's fine. And just yet another wonderful uh, symptom of being pregnant and anxiety, I guess. Uh, that, that's about the only way they can ever explain it to us is, well, you're going through a lot of changes. Your body's freaking out. This is your first pregnancy. And you do have anxiety issues already. Yeah. It, it, you got like the perfect trifecta of fuckitude. They didn't actually say that. That's my words. But um, anyway, so yeah, there you go. Uh, ultimately, though, we got there at like, I don't know, five, six o'clock in the morning. No, probably about six o'clock in the morning. And by eight o'clock, we we're on our way home. So there you go. Women's Hospital of Texas rocks. But thanks to all this, we also found out that we are at the 18 week mark. So on Monday, when we go for the 3D baby scan, that will be week 19. And I'll let you know all about how that scan process went on next week's show. Now then, all that being said, that's the end of the Baby T Chronicles for today. And uh, now I'm going to tell you about some upcoming events that I'm excited for. I'm hoping to be able to make it to them both. And of course, the first one I'm going to talk about is the Scuttlebutt Comeback uh, celebration. So that'll be held. <clears throat> excuse me. That'll be held here in Houston on Sunday, September eighth, from two to eight p.m. And uh, basically, you know, the the newspaper for whatever reason went away for a while, and now they're trying to come back. And that's the purpose behind this comeback celebration. So, if you're in the Houston area, and uh, if you want to go hang out with a bunch of awesome folks at the Veteran Retreat Center on East Mount Houston. Come on out. Um, at the moment, that's the only only details I've got because that's all that's online. Um, I've not been able to get a hold of anybody with the scuttlebutt. I've sent a couple messages and nothing yet. So we shall see, but it is on the calendar. You can find it if you go to Facebook and type in uh, the scuttlebutt comeback celebration and it should pop up and we can go from there. Now, the next thing that I got coming up is something being put together by a group called Split Finger Promotions. And they are doing a benefit concert for a guy named Greg Bell, also known as Bo. And uh, he is a U.S. Army veteran, and he ended up coming down with a condition 
that I cannot even attempt to pronounce at the moment, so I'm not even going to butcher it. But just know, dude needs some help, and they're putting on a uh, a benefit concert for him. They're going to have at least a couple bands. They've got this guy uh, named Big Country coming in, and officially his name is Brian Conwell. He's going to be the MC for the event, and he's also a motivational speaker. So they've got him coming in to... Uh, to get the thing, everything kicked off. Like I said, they're going to have a couple of bands. They're going to have a uh, silent auction, food, and more. That's that's how they, they phrase it. But I'm also hoping to get them on the show next week. Um, unfortunately, that week's show, the show won't come out until after the event. But I'm sure they have other things in the works. And I will definitely talk about that. Find out how everything leading up to the uh, to the concert's going, and go from there. But if you're going to be in the Beaumont area on Saturday, August 24th, between noon and 6 p.m., you should go check out the Red Room at uh, 290 Crockett Street in Beaumont. It'll be a $10 cover, and like I said, they'll have food, drinks. Um, they're going to have a silent auction, some live bands, and yeah. Head out there, check it out. I'm hoping to be out there myself for this one, and we'll go from there. Sounds like it ought to be a good time, and it's for a good cause. Now, also, I am working on getting some more guests lined up, and uh, periodically, when I'm in between guests, like I am today, that's when I'll do uh, go back to a solo show and give you all some updates, but I am working on getting some more people on the show. I've got three people that have said yes just unfortunately uh, when i asked they were in the middle of a personal shitstorm of their own so therefore unable to um, sit down for a while and and talk but i will get them on coming up in the future hopefully very near future and i think you guys will enjoy it now one of the things that i know i got away from for a while was doing my quote of the week And I do plan on bringing that back. And actually, the quote that I've got for today, I meant to do like two weeks ago. And just totally slipped my mind while I'm in in process of doing the show. I've started writing down an outline. And uh, quote of the week is on that outline. So I've got it written down this time. Not going to forget it. And uh, so today's quote comes to us from Ryan Mickler with the Order of Man podcast. He also has a Facebook following. Uh, in a, he's got a closed Facebook group, which you can find at facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash Order of Man. And I believe he's got somewhere in the range of fifty six to 58,000 followers at the moment. And uh, it, it's an awesome organization. Um, he started it like four years ago, and it's just been... All go, no quit ever since. And it's just been uh, continuing to grow. But on his podcast, he gets all kinds of hugely motivational people. Um, He's had Tim Kennedy, David Goggins, a bunch of the guys from the Drinking Bros podcast have been on the show. Um, I know I'm leaving out all the important ones. Uh, I believe he's had Ed Milet. And again, just tons of hugely motivational, inspirational people talking about things that are helping to 
bring a little bit of manliness back to the world. Um, and that's actually kind of what this quote today is about. So the quote is, masculinity does not need to be redefined. Masculinity needs to be restored. In this world of toxic masculinity that everyone keeps talking about, the one thing that they don't mention is that men need to be masculine. Boys need to fight. I mean, don't get me wrong, I'm not saying, you know, oh, go hit Billy in the in the arm or punch him in the face just because you want to. No, you, that's not what I'm getting at at all. But the thing is, if someone brings violence to you, you need to be able to take care of yourself and shut it down. And if you raise your children, raise your boys especially, to be passive and just say, oh no, I'm in my safe space, you can't hurt me, bullshit. If someone really wants to hurt you, they don't care about your safe space. They don't care about your gun-free zones. They don't care about any of that. Because if they want to hurt you, they're going to hurt you. People talk about, oh, you got to get rid of guns. Guns are evil. No, guns aren't evil. Guns are just tools. They're, they're no more evil than a hammer. It's the people that use them that are the evil ones. So think about that. But, again, going into you know masculinity needing to be restored... It's because too many people for too long have tried to be, you know, they try to, oh, what's the word I'm looking for? The, the pussification of America. Let's put it that way. You know, everyone's like, oh, you can't be violent. Oh, you can't hurt so-and-so's feelings. Oh, you can't have an opinion that differs from the rest of us until your opinion is different from what mine is. And mine's bad because it hurts your feelings. I don't, I don't get it. So anyways, yeah, that was the quote for the day. Um, masculinity does not need to be redefined. Masculinity needs to be restored. So there you go. Let's see, what else do we got? I also realize, yes, I have gotten away from my um, daily postings on Instagram and Facebook. Totally apologize for that. But it happens. Um, life gets in the way. Other things are a lot more important than me making a, a post online. And if those more important things come up, I'm going to address them rather than, you know, do the other. So I will make an effort to get back into doing it, though, because I kind of enjoy it. And come on, who doesn't want to see this face every day? Ah, the joys of having a face for radio, I tell you. Um, so, yeah, that's pretty much it. Oh, I did want to give you an update. I heard back from Philip from uh, Barbecue for America. He said that the event for Officer Jones went awesome. They had a great turnout. They're very happy at how everything happened. Um, he did say thank you for everyone that uh, came out and supported Officer Jones. And definitely be on the lookout for their future events. Again, they do have one coming up September 11th. It's going to be the Patriot Games at the... Um, oh, geez, what was it? I believe they're holding that at the Planet Fitness up in the Woodlands. Uh, that happens to be the one that he is a personal trainer at, um, Philip, that is. And uh, they're doing doing a Patriot Games kind of deal, uh, obstacle course or something like of that nature. And uh, all the proceeds that come from that go towards helping those in need. So check it out. Also, I believe it was November 2nd, they've got their big... Um, Barbecue for America 2 event coming up. 
where basically they're going to have like 30 or 40 barbecue cook-off teams. I think that's what, what, uh, what the story was on that. So if you want to try some awesome barbecue, um, be on the lookout for that coming up in November. But outside of that, that's it. I'm going to let y'all go. Um, thanks for stopping by. Don't forget, we have two Facebook pages. We have our open group, which is just Reclaimed American. Eventually, that will be transitioned into more of the woodworking side of what I do. And then we have our closed group. And yes, I'm doing air quotes as I say closed group. And that is the Reclaimed American podcast group. And you definitely want to make sure you sign up for both of those. One, so you can see what I got going on with the woodworking stuff. But two, in the closed group, uh, closed group, that's where I'm inviting all of our guests to go in there. And whenever they've got some kind of a update that they want to give, post it in there. And that way you, the listeners, can have one place to go to and see what's going on with all of my past guests. And yeah, so make sure you check out the Facebook regular group, Reclaimed American, and then the closed group at facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash Reclaimed American podcast. I know a lot of stuff to type. I apologize, but it is what it is. So go check that out and join the group. Also, don't forget to uh, find me on Instagram at Reclaimed American so you can just keep up with whatever I post over there. But that is it. Um, I don't really do any other social media, just Facebook, Instagram, because I just I don't have time for all the other stuff. But I do have the reclaimedamerican.us webpage. It is up and running. But I'll be honest, I have not done anything with that in so long. It's ridiculous. But if you want to sign up for the mailing list, you can go there. I believe you have to scroll to the starting point and then go down the page from there. Um, I'll be honest, it's been a while since I've even looked at that. But anyways, that's it. I'm out. Thank you for listening to the Reclaimed American Podcast. If you're ready to do more and be more, start by leaving us a rating and review on iTunes or Google Play. Then join our community on Facebook and Instagram at Reclaimed American and join us over on our website at reclaimedamerican.us.